My eyes don't want to open, but with every wince I can see the sand of a desert surrounding me. The ache of my bones and twinge of my muscles reverberates through my entire body. The sun is beating down on my skin, and the ground is warm beneath me. I suppose I should be glad the fall didn't kill me, though I feel as though I've been tossed around by the Minotaur. With every sharp inhale, sand finds its way into the crevices of my nostrils, eyes, and mouth. So, despite the protesting groans of my body, I roll onto my back. The blue of the sky peers back at me, and I can see a trail of clouds or smoke in the path where I'd fallen. I sigh as I continue looking at the path of my descent. Great. That's how they'll all remember me. Icarus, the one who flew too close to the sun. When I turn to look at my back, I'm dismayed to see that my wings are gone. The only remnants of them are a few feathers that made it through the fall with me. Father is going to be furious with me, and he'll probably lecture me on how I should have listened to his words of woe. If only I could show him how incredible the air felt, how the warmth of the sun and the wind beneath my wings that brought me such indescribable joy. Maybe he'll be able to design another pair. Sitting up to take in my surroundings, I'm reminded that I was flying over water. How did I wind up in such a desert? I wasn't paying much attention as I fell, even as my wings caught fire, I had thrown my head back in boyish laughter. The last I remember, me and father were trapped on an island. Being the inventor that he is, he'd created those wings for me to escape. This place doesn't look like the island we were being held captive on, so I must have fallen elsewhere. Maybe I can still return to help him and show him that I'm more than just a stupid boy. I can finally show him the man that I've become and explain how I'd accidentally gotten to close to the heat of the sun. With how hot it is, it almost seems as though the sun is mocking me for my misfortunate mistake. Perhaps Helios or Apollo are sitting with all the other gods laughing at my dismay. I can practically hear them spinning my tail already. Yet, they don't even know the entirety of it. I curse under my breath as I bring myself to stand. I notice that there's a black trail in the middle of this desert. It's quite a wide trail, with a strange yellow line painted straight down the middle. There's a noise not unlike the growl of a beast, and I brace myself for battle as the unknown hurdles towards me. It's bright red as it barrels past me, down the path. I almost sigh with relief that it hadn't noticed me when it halts in its tracks and comes back in my direction. I have no weaponry, no wings, no real way to defend myself. I close my eyes as it comes closer, not ready to stare into the eyes of what may be my maker, though there comes no blow as it finally approaches. There is only the voice of a man calling out to me. Hey, buddy, you need a ride? You look a little rough. I open my eyes to see a person sitting in this strange carriage of sorts. It has no roof and its wheels are thick and black, with nothing visibly pulling it. It almost reminds me of the stories father would tell me of how the goddess, Selene, would pull the moon behind her as she rode across the sky in her chariot. Mystical indeed. This man is dressed in clothing of strange colors and shapes. Perhaps he is one of the gods in human form. 
here to test me. Yes, sir, I respond, kneeling as a gesture of thanks. I suppose I am in need of transport. The man chuckles at my display. Seems like you had a little too much fun last night with some of the guys, eh? They pulled the age-old prank of dumping you in the middle of nowhere with nothing but a toga. Classic, he gestures for me to join him. Come on, hop in. I'm headed back into Vegas. Hopefully you can call your buddies from there. Is Vegas close to the island of Crete? I ask as I make my way to the carriage. I must return there for my father. The man reaches over and pulls a lever that opens the side of the carriage, allowing me to take a seat before he responds. If that's one of the casinos, then sure, you should be able to make your way to it once we get into the city. Thank you. I relax into the oddly textured chair and observe as this man turns a knob, which emits some sort of music. He thumps his head to the sounds as they vibrate throughout the seats. He laughs when I tell him my name is Icarus, citing how it's not a name you hear very often anymore. I almost chuckle at his name too, as I'd never heard the name Jake before. Though I must be careful if this is a god testing me, though he seems more just like a strange mortal. He makes jokes towards my appearance, as I'm still in the tattered rags I'd left the island in. The speed of the carriage is wonderful, and the air rushing through my hair reminds me of how I had not too long ago been flying. The sun was setting in the distance, and a beautiful pink colour spread across the sky. I must have fallen asleep after all the excitement, and was startled when I woke to the man shaking my arm, telling me we had arrived. All around us there were lights in different spectacular arrays and words I'd never seen before. There were thousands of people littering the streets, all in strange clothes. The lights were flashing and there were people shouting. It was like a celebration of some kind. I asked the man where I would go to call for my father, and he points towards of the many structures that people are flowing in and out of. I thank him again before he continues further into the city of lights. I walk into the building and am bewildered by what stands before me, flashing lights and sharp sounds. There are people stumbling as though they'd filled themselves with wine. I can't imagine my father would hear me over the strange noises of this place. I feel a panic swell in my chest. This is not my home, and I don't understand what's happening or where I've come. My woman approaches me and offers me some sort of drink, and I take it. It is much sweeter than wine, and there's a burning sensation in my stomach. I force myself to walk forward, calling out for my father as I go. The twinkling on the ceiling and the strange sounds makes my headache, and I am dizzy from the wine and confusion. Maybe I did die, and this is some sort of afterlife. Maybe I plummeted down and into the ocean and this is just a conjuring of the underworld due to my foolishness. I find a quieter corner situated by a fountain. It's the most familiar thing I've seen thus far. I sit on the velvet chair with my head in my hands, wondering what I am to do. Icarus, I look up to see the most beautiful woman standing before me. She is dressed in an elegant dress, and it reminds me of home. I am here to tell you of your fate, Icarus. Though her voice is melodious, there is a pit in my stomach as I realize who she is. One of the fates, 
oldest of gods, standing here before me in this strange world. I kneel before her, ready to learn of what has become of me. The touch of hand is soft under my chin as she brings me to stand. You have fallen Icarus, yet you are not cursed or damned, you have been freed. This is a mortal world only few gods know of. You will struggle and face many challenges, but this world is one of choice. There is much to explore and much to learn. I could beg her to return me, but I know it's no use. Perhaps this is my chance to begin anew. She glances back at me once more as she walks away. Also, you are not alone. Find Cassandra, she too is fated here, she can help.